0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Photo Detective Podcast. I'm Maureen Taylor, the Photo Detective. I'm beyond thrilled to let you know that my book, Family Photo Detective, has been updated and re-released for 2023. In fact, it's been out of print for a number of years, so I am pretty excited about having it back in print. My book is the easiest way to unlock the secrets behind your family photos by helping figure out key elements and how you can identify more about your family through pictures. You can find it on my website at maureentaylor.com. It's right on the front page, so you can't miss it, and it's available in both ebook and print formats. Welcome to Ask Maureen, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and I'll try to answer your questions. Hi, this is Ask Maureen, and we're live today. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Ask Maureen, now available for listening on iTunes. So it's now a podcast. So the odd thing about doing live on your big laptop, which is what I'm doing today, I'm using a new piece of software, is the camera's up here, but the screen is down here. So today we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about, uh, in this episode, I'm going to weigh in on the Amelia Earhart photo that occupied our attention last week, and do a live consult. Uh, in my blog last week, I wrote about orphan photos and my quest to learn more about a picture taken by George Parlow of New Bedford. And Katie Kendall wrote and told me that she was researching a photo taken by Kendall and wanted to know more about it. So we're going to talk about that today, too. And it is a multi-part mystery, meaning you just can't imagine where this photo mystery is going to take you. There are so many layers to it. Now, Amelia, here she is in the screen. We're going to make her bigger. Whoops, there she is. So the History Channel devoted two, two whole hours to, uh, on this newly rediscovered photograph of Amelia, (coughs) which supposedly shows her prisoner in Japan. Now the facts are simple in Amelia's case. She was flying, um, her plane went missing in 1937. And there's only, there's like, did she crash into the ocean? Did she crash into the island? You know, what is the truth behind the Amelia Earhart story story? Is this a photograph of Amelia? This one is, but is the one that's been all over the web uh, Amelia and her her navigator, Fred Noonan, or isn't it? Now, with all of these photo mysteries, the best thing to do is you have to break it down into its parts. Now, the, the researchers on the History Channel documentary have done a lot of research, but there are a lot of theories about Amelia and what has happened to her. And so, you know, you wonder, is it true or is it not? So the thing that jumped out to me, for me, in this Amelia Earhart uh, mystery photo, which purports to show her and her navigator, um, of course, the woman in the photograph, or supposedly the woman in the photograph, is in a profile view, which makes it much harder to do facial comparisons and then supposedly the ship is towing her plane. Now there's a lot of back and forth about this online. Um, we'll post some of those links with this piece so that you can read them as well. The big question for me in this entire Amelia Earhart contra- current controversy over that photograph of, of two people standing on a dock who appear to be taking, been taken prisoner by, um, by the Japanese in 1937, is what's the proof in the archives in, J- in Japan? What kind of document, documentary evidence is there in the archives in Japan? Well, guess what? A researcher in Japan, after watching the History Channel documentary and probably seeing all the things that were online, has done some research in the archives. And she claims that that photograph was actually taken in 1935 not in 1937, and that it was widely available in publications. Just another theory. Frankly, I don't think we're gonna see the end of this Amelia Earhart mystery anytime soon, and certainly a lot more people are gonna weigh in on it. So, should we talk about the photo identification mystery we have for today? I think so, because it is a fabulous one. And here, I'm gonna make Amelia smaller. Um, here's what Katie sent me, Katie Kendall. So, you know, my story that I put on my, uh, Facebook page and on my blog was all about an orphan photo taken by Parlo that I just became completely enamored with. And so Katie lives in New Bedford and found this mirror with this, uh, top with all of these pieces in there and wanted to know more about it and wanted to know more about the baby picture. So there were two pictures in this, uh, photo mystery and there's a whole lot of other stuff in this as well. So she saw this and thought I had, she had to have it and she took a picture of it to send to me to use in this ask Maureen segment. It is a mirror and the upper part of it has two photographs and a whole lot of newspaper clippings. And so In preparation for this Ask Maureen, I have been digging around online, as has Katie, to come up with some information that maybe will help sort out the mystery, but maybe not. I mean, this is a really complicated case. So, it's a mix of newspaper clippings and two photographs. And I have to ask, as you do, how do all these clues add up? To solve it, I advise all of my clients for whatever photo mystery um, we're tackling together in one of these consults is you have to take it apart, take it apart in pieces and not necessarily take apart the photograph, but but break it down into, into smaller steps so then you can see where it's going. Now in this case, Katie did some research and actually I think I have it here. Actually, it's this photo right here. We have so many photos to show today. I want this to go away. This is my first time using this new software. Let's see if I can make this even bigger so you can see what I'm talking about. So down here is written, Lucy Hill died age eight, Chicago, 1867. Seems like a no-brainer, right? You're thinking this little photograph over on the left Must be Lucy Hill who dies at the age of eight. Well, that, or this person must be eight. Seems like this might be a memorial piece. Not so simple. So this little girl in the chair is in a fringe chair, and it is the format and size of a photograph from circa 1870. The other photograph shows a child with much larger ears and a different style of yoke much later Um, And then all of these clippings, one's called Little Girls, one's called Alone, and these are poems and stories. So Katie is an experienced Ancestry.com user, and she searched for Lucy Hills in Chicago, dying in 1867. She didn't come up with anything. I poked around and did some more searching and didn't come up with any immediate exact matches either. So then Katie took apart the mirror because she wanted to see what was on the back of these photographs. Let's see if I can get this larger. There we go. Guess what? Oops, this doesn't, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, let's see if we can get this over here. It's too big. Let's see if we can get this one bigger. There we go. Oops, come on. I'm not gonna touch them. I'm not gonna touch the mouse. We're gonna see how this works. It's giving me some problems today. She flipped over the picture of the toddler or the baby, uh, in the fringe chair. And on the back, it said, not Lucy Hill on the back of either of these photos on the back of the child in the chair. It said, and I'm going to read this Pollyanna taken by Parlo, um, age eight months died age five. So Katie immediately thought the child in the chair must be the same child as the child in the photograph, but that may not be the case. So the child in the chair is written on the back as Pollyanna, eight months, died age five. Now this photograph was taken in New Bedford where Parlow was active. He was born in 1837. He was still taking pictures um, when my guy had his his uh, picture taken in 1880. And so I did some searching in databases to see if I could find a Pollyanna uh, born about um, 1862 uh, or thereabouts, Um, because we're guessing, of course, that this is 1867-ish or thereabouts. Um, But I didn't find any exact matches. There are still some that need to be sorted out that may in fact be Pollyanna. But these things can take some time. Now, there are poems in this frame, and I believe I have that here. Let's see if I can make this smaller. Oops, now it doesn't want to do that. All these pictures. Let's go to this one. Take some time, bear with me. We're going to make this one much bigger. So, this poem over here uh, on, the, on the right is pinned on top of another poem. So, the two poems are one is Alone, and I searched the first line of the Alone poem using quotation marks in an advanced search of genealogy.bank.com. Here's the interesting thing. So Lucy Hill dies in 1867. Pollyanna dies at age five. um, And we don't know what year, but we have a photograph of her as a baby about 1870. But the first time that poem appears in a newspaper is December 5th, 1859, So is someone in, is there, is there someone clipping things out of newspapers that have to do with, uh, grief and loss and then saving them to create something later? Um, unknown. There were a couple of other dates when that newspaper clipping appeared and it was like 1860 and 61. So it's all within that same 1859 to 61 period. The second clipping way on the right is a poem, I mean, um, a little thing talking about little girls. And the first line of that says, little girls are the light of a household. So searching that phrase with quotation marks in genealogybank.com, which is newspapers, guess when that first appears in the newspaper? December 4th, 1851. So now we have a handwritten notation for a little girl who dies in 1867. We have Pollyanna, who, if this is a circa 1870 photograph, dies somewhere around 1875. Then we have a news clipping from 1859, and now we have another news clipping, this one from the Boston Recorder, for December 4th, 1851. It even gets better than that. So then going to look at, we're going to get these out of the way. Here we have another part of the mystery. This is a fabulous mystery. Here is on the back of the whole thing um, used to line the frame is I get my notes here. There's so much to this. I used Google to search for the Chicago Tribune of May 16th, 1867. And guess what? You can search the, uh, you can find online free of charge, the archives of the Chicago Tribune. And so you can read the full newspaper for May 16, 1867. So right now we have an overlap with Lucy Hill, who dies in 1867 and the Chicago Tribune newspaper from 1867. I did some reading of the newspaper, but didn't immediately see, Uh, Lucy Hill. I'm going to leave that for Katie to do a little more searching. You can also find the Chicago Tribune on newspapers.com if you have a subscription for that. My consultation services include a full analysis of what your family history, um, of your family history, and how the photographs fit into your family history. So in this case, it is a a wide-ranging mystery where we have two pictures and all those clippings, and we're missing some of the family history because this is not Katie's photograph, nor is it my photograph. So there's a little more digging that has to happen. The two images in this frame are from two different time frames, Pollyanna circa 1870, and then the other little child appears to have a little white um, dress on with a high neckline. And that child's image dates from circa 1900. It's a different type of image and the clothing fits that time period. Unfortunately, of course, this now leaves us with a bigger mystery. What does a newspaper from 1867 have to do with the death of a child in 1867, have to do with newspaper clippings that date from 1851 and 1859? I don't know. There's still a lot of work to be done on this, but I'm hoping that this information and this online live consult will uh, give Katie a little bit more information to try to solve um, this photo mystery. Now, thank you for joining me today. If you have mystery photos and would like me to weigh in on them, you can do so by going to my website, which is MaureenTaylor.com and clicking the consult link. It'll take you through the process And I look forward to seeing your photos. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ask Maureen. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. You can submit your questions for future episodes using the Ask Maureen button on maureentaylor.com or through any of my social media contacts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as The Photo Detective and on Facebook at Maureen Photo Detective. I hope you'll come back for the next show. Don't forget to send me your questions. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo investigations. These collaborative one-on-one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to maureentaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.